our podcast where we're discussing life after sobriety. I'm Alex, one half of the Sober Experiment. And I'm Lisa, the other half of the Sober Experiment. And we have with us Rebecca Weep-Smith, who is editor of Goldie magazine. She describes herself as positively glossy and loves life at 55. Hi, Rebecca. Hello. Hi, Rebecca. Hi. So before we even kick straight into this, how has everyone, how's your week been? Yeah. Well, my week's been, actually, my week's been quite weird, but it's all right. <laughs> oh, Rebecca, I, I had a little bit of a stalk of you before, and I just wanted to say I am loving your Instagram. Oh, I just thank think, you. I just think it's so positive and inspiring. Um, yeah, I had a right good nosy before. It was lovely. <laughs> and I really want your wardrobe, like Aww. everything. I think, like, yeah, it's lovely. <laughs> Do you Thank mean the actual wardrobe or the clothes in it, Lisa? Not the clothes in it. I'm like, <laughs> honestly, they're so colourful and lovely. You've got such a lovely style. I'm dead excited. For, I'm really excited for tonight. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, I tell you what, I will. I keep meaning to do a little IGTV walking around because I've got like a walking wardrobe, walking oh. around my actual wardrobe. So I'll do that and I'll make sure that I let you know when I'm putting it up. Oh, please Hazard do. <laughs> yeah, do. <laughs> I'd love that. <laughs> um okay right so we'll we'll start off then um can you just tell us a little bit about yourself as um as, as a drinker rebecca myself as a drinker so i started drinking really when i was about 14 and i'm now 55 so it was i was drinking for a long time um i i probably never ever had a very healthy relationship to alcohol fun completely honest i think i i um <clears throat> i i drunk not but even particularly to excess because i was so i've been told i was never very not very good drinker because i couldn't really drink that much in terms of quantity but um i drunk i drunk to forget things i drank to have get confidence i drunk i didn't drink just because i enjoyed a glass of wine and that was really from a very early age i think and that went on, did it? Or did it start like that and then progress or did it get heavier? Or So I, I, mean, I guess as a teenager, um, you know, in the 80s, I went clubbing and got up to all sorts of things that weren't particularly healthy um, and just always drunk. And I came from a family that normalised heavy drinking. So it just seemed to me the perfectly most natural thing in the world to do just to just have a drink you know you've had a good day have a drink you've had a bad day oh have a drink um it was i i, I developed habitual drinking very very early on i stopped drinking when i got pregnant and probably stopped for two years when i was pregnant and when i was breastfeeding my daughters yeah. and then just started again really um and i think i think you for me, um, when I was pregnant and breastfeeding, because it's so easy to stop when you're pregnant, you really think you don't have a problem. That's me. Mm. I, yeah, I can take it all easy. I, I don't know. How do you think? Yeah. I got told to drink Guinness when I was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> it did used to be a thing, didn't it? You know, it did. Keep your iron levels up, drink stout and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was um I worked in a pub when I was pregnant with my first daughter and it was a uh, you know, everybody used to say that. They was like, Oh no, you'll have to have a Guinness, it's good for you. Yeah. 
I don't, crazy, I mean, isn't it? But that that's that is very part of this kind of the way that we have normalised alcohol so much in our culture, haven't we? You know, definitely, it, it's so accepted and it's so encouraged. You know, yeah. And when you think about now, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know about your drinking history, and I know I have, I know I had an unhealthy relationship with alcohol, but I have never used the term alcoholic for myself and I don't think I ever will. Um, I, don't, I don't use terms like I'm in recovery or things like that. I no. say for myself, not drinking is absolutely a choice. But there's no doubt about it. As a substance, alcohol is highly addictive and very damaging to our health. Absolutely. And if we took, if, you know, we don't encourage people to have a line of Coke... <laughs> most people don't anyway in the same way that you would encourage someone to go on have a glass of white wine and yet the health that the damage it does both to our mental and physical health it's, it's just as great really it really is a lot yeah go you go lisa <laughs> um i was just thinking then like you said uh, it, it's just our society isn't it like mm. alex and myself have been today to a networking event and as we walked into the networking event today, the first thing we got asked was to put our business card in to win a bottle of champagne. Yeah. That was the first thing, and we had our sober T-shirts on. <laughs> um, and then we, we went um, to another one, and right at the front door, there was it was a new beer that had mm. been made with Kellogg's cereal. Um, and there was there was like it made me mad that today didn't it but it's just so normal for people and now they're advertising it with cereal and I was like yeah yeah. (laughs) um so can you tell us what was it that made you decide to stop drinking um yeah how did you find it okay so you know like lots of people I'd had I'd done dry January um I'd spent there'd been sort of probably months six months at a time where I thought okay I'm only going to drink on a weekend I'm not going to drink at, at home in the evening on my own you know those you, you set those little rules for yourself yeah. don't you and yeah, and so yeah. you cut you cut down and then something then before you know it you just are back into exactly the same position you were and I you know I'm be completely honest most of the time I would have a glass of wine at night I would get home and I would open a bottle of wine. If I was on my own, I would still open a bottle of wine. You know, I'd, we'd have, I'd have boozy lunches where we'd have lots of people over for lunch and I don't know how much I would actually have consumed, but it would be quite easy for me to drink a bottle, a bottle of wine myself. Now, more than anything, I knew that I wasn't drinking because it was making me happy. Right. And I wasn't drinking because it was it was fun. I was a lot of the time I was drinking actually because I was pushing emotions down. Yeah. And I wasn't looking at that. And I didn't intend I had no sort of big plan for giving up drinking. I'd had we went out New Year's Eve, 2018 New Year's Eve, and we'd gone out for brunch with some friends. Um, so I guess I started drinking about 11.30 in the morning. Yeah. And I, you know, we went, we carried on drinking all day. We drank into the evening. 
and I woke up New Year's Day, so this, this New Year's Day uh, 2019, feeling absolutely dreadful and thinking, oh, I've really... Um, I really don't want to drink anymore. And it, it was as simple as that. It was like, do you know what? It's not even about don't want, I don't want to drink for dry January. I just don't want to drink anymore. So would you say it was the hangover that really did it for you? Or? It wasn't really. I mean, I'd, I'd had, I, get, I think I'd had these niggles in my head for about six months before. Yeah. But actually my relationship with alcohol had become very unhealthy. Um, and I knew I needed to do something about that. So would you say when you made that decision to stop, would you say you found stopping drinking more difficult than you thought you would? Or was it quite easy for you once you'd made that decision? That's, that's, it's, it's really hard, that question, because it was both. In some ways it seemed easier and in some way, in sometimes it was harder. Yeah. So I, I'm very good at... I mean, I found it much easier to say, no, I'm not going to drink yeah. than I'm going to cut down because I just think we take away that anxiety around, Definitely. don't we? You know, for me, it just worked. It, and I, I actually didn't say I was never going to drink again. I said I wasn't only, I was going to have a complete year off of alcohol. And so it, in many ways, it seemed it was quite an, e it was quite an easy process. But what I wasn't prepared for at all were was the emotions that were going to come up i didn't have any problems physically and i didn't crave alcohol or miss alcohol actually at all but i was really really surprised how my emotions have just been all over the place the last year i totally yeah. totally get that and i think me. Yeah. when when you're drinking, like you said, from around the age of 14, I was the same. I think I was around 13, 14 when I started drinking. Um, there's a lot of things that you've never done or okay. dealt with without a drink. And I think it can be quite a shocker, can't it, at first? It's, Absolutely. You realise like, what your triggers may have been, you know. It's, um, yeah, I really, I it's really like you're that. emotionally mature, isn't it? It's like... Yeah. You've never grown up emotionally because, you know, things that I didn't know, and this is what I was saying to Lisa, I didn't realise that I am an anxious person. Mm. I didn't realise that at all. And honestly, the other day, I was trying to drive into an NCP car park and I had to phone Lisa. This is how pathetic it was. I was like a 12-year-old in a car. I want to go home. I can't find the car park. Yeah. What's happened to you? And, and this never happened to me before. I was as bold as brass. And yeah. Yeah, I think it is. For me, it's, it's that emotional intelligence seems to stick at the day you pick up a drink. <laughs> I think that that emotional intelligence is... I, I feel like I'd stunted emotional growth. I, feel, I really feel... Like I'd stunted my emotional growth through the amount of alcohol that I've consumed. Yeah. And I think it's going to take years actually for me to catch up in terms of maturity in some respect. <laughs> um, and I do think, you know, for all of the reasons that we had, and I'm, I'm pretty sure we had quite legitimate reasons to drink actually in the way we did. Uh, you know, I think it's very, it, it, I think it's a kind of real catch 22 situation, isn't it? You know, we drank for certain reasons actually we weren't aware that 
that the alcohol was making those situations and those reasons more difficult for us. So we just looked to alcohol to be the solution again. And, and clearly it wasn't. It was part of the problem. I've gone off a tangent here. I can't think where I'm going with this. But yeah, emotional intelligence. Um, I'm really hoping I'm hoping to acquire a lot more of it. <laughs> Not too much that you grow up too much, though. Because oh, no, I don't want to be boring. On your Instagram, you look really fun, yeah. <laughs> I think it's, it's just going through different, like you said before, we use alcohol when we're happy, when we're sad, when we're mad, mm -hmm. and it's kind of drip-fed to us yeah. that that is what alcohol is for. You know, we yeah. go to funerals and we drink, we go to weddings and we drink, we graduate and we drink. Yeah. It's just... So we never really go through. It's like when you go to a party, you know, them nerves that, mm. like, I get really nervous around people. But growing up, I thought I was quite confident. And yeah. and it's not, it, it's so strange, isn't it? Just feeling the feels, good and bad, I think, is, yeah. it's, it is, it's a new thing, isn't it, when you stop? Yeah. You laugh I, more than you've ever laughed and you cry more than you've ever cried. That's the way yeah. that I see it. Yeah, it, 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 this year for me without alcohol has definitely been um, an emotional roller coaster that I I haven't in, I haven't enjoyed. Um, uh, there's been aspects to it I really haven't enjoyed. But on the other hand, I have discovered actually so much about myself. Yeah, and I'm I mean, you know, you've 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 spoken about my Instagram account a year ago. I would I wasn't putting myself out there like that. I, I love your Instagram account. I mean, Honestly, I, I've really enjoyed it. But I can't believe that I've become this really bold, confident person. Because I, for me, I, it's almost like I had the opposite effect. It's almost like alcohol subdued my personality. Yeah. And squashed me to the point of invisibility. And it's only since I haven't been drinking that I've actually like really surprised myself. And discovered yes. parts of myself that I really, really like. That's amazing. That is Do you amazing. know, though, why would it not suppress you and squash you? Because it's a depressant. Yeah. It squashes everything else. It squashes your emotion. It squashes your sadness. It, you know, it, it does yeah. squashes your nerves. So why would it not squash your creativity and your personality? Yeah. Um, like I say, we've, we've both had a little snoop on your, well, a big snoop on your Instagram. And I love how body positive you are. Yeah. You know, confident you come across. To, to me, you just look like somebody who's living life to the full. Thank you. I mean, I, I am to a certain extent now. I'm, ve I'm very lucky. You know, I've, I, I, I love what I do. Publishing the magazine is fantastic. Life is, is great. And, and, in all honesty, my life, you know, like everybody, I've had ups and downs. I've had shit years and great times. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying my life is, so, is generally so much better because of alcohol, but my understanding of myself and my appreciation of my life yeah. is so much better without alcohol. Yeah. yeah. Um, that, that's, for, that's been the big difference for me. And I've also been much more honest with myself. I yeah. just don't bother. I, it's as if I just don't feel the need to pretend anymore. And I was really using, as lots of people I know do, I was really using alcohol to cover up a lot of shame about aspects of my life that I didn't want to deal with. 
some of the fears of confronting those emotions obviously were far worse than actually dealing with the emotions themselves yeah so yeah <laughs> no I think that's really honest of you and it puts you in a very vulnerable position and that's really warming as well yeah it's, it's, it's nice to hear somebody else who I, uh, we both can relate to on that level oh definitely yeah I mean obviously you're trying to do something with the sober, you know, with with the, what you're bringing about with the so with sobriety, and how we're trying to open up talking about it more, and I, do, I mean, I think it's really important to be real about this, yeah, and and not not to say, you know, on as I say, I I haven't ever used the term for myself as an alcoholic. I would I would never I would never say I was an alcoholic. You can see, no. you can hear my fears around it as I'm. I'm exactly the same, it. Rebecca. Honestly. I've, I've never used that word. And I know some people do and, you know, they're really comfortable with it. Yeah. It's not something I'm co comfortable no, with. I'm um, it, it just, and I think that is the stigma around it is so huge. You know, like people will say to us, like we're quite bold you now, go around with our sobriety yeah. t-shirts on and, you know, I love to talk about it. Like I can't wait to tell people me. I can't wait for somebody to say, do you want a drink? And we go, oh no, I don't drink, thank you. I love it. But there's such a huge stigma around mm. it. I couldn't say that either. And I do exactly what you're doing. I, you know, I, the last thing I'd want to do is say I'm an alcoholic. Um, yeah. I just, but we're not. I don't feel I don't like I, I was. No. I mean, it's a, it's, there's so much loaded in the term. Yes, and, and we've got so many preconceptions of, as to what, that what an alcoholic looks like yeah, the lifestyle yeah. of someone you know and it, it's actually quite I think it's quite unhelpful as well because I think for me I was convincing myself for a good few years that alcohol wasn't part of my of my problems yeah you know yeah. I'd, I'd get depressed or I'd do I'd behave irrationally or all sorts of things but I wouldn't I wouldn't think oh it's because I'm it's because I drink too much yeah yeah and that because because I didn't fit in my head with how I saw someone that had a drink problem. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think you, and you know, for and I, lots and lots of people. Um, I, I really think a lot of people will relate to that. I was just going to say the same thing, and I and I also think that often when you talk about alcoholics or dependence on alcohol, mm. or and say things like "Oh, I don't drink," just as simple as that, all yeah. of the first thing on everybody's mind is oh you must have been a raging alcoholic yeah and so it leads me into what i wanted to ask you next yeah and i want to know how people reacted strangers <laughs> and people who you knew when you told them or did you tell them even mm -hmm. what, what was the reception like so you know i'm all over instagram so i kind of made a um, an, an announcement if you like via our instagram feed but that was it. I wasn't going to drink for a year. And I probably was initially early on, I was kind of maybe doing a post once a week about my progress and how it felt. And I'd done a couple of blog posts that were going into quite detail about the process. And because I just thought, you know, it might be helpful for someone else that might be thinking yeah. about giving up alcohol or might be going through this. And then I was kind of getting snide comments from people like, oh, you know, do you think you're so clever giving up alcohol? And, oh, really? you, make look, you make it look so easy. But, you know, come on, really, you're just having a sneaky glass of wine and you're just not telling it. You know, 
really there was a lot there. and you know you know i know it's other people's stuff we know yeah. that we know yeah when we, we say because i don't know about you two but there's almost like kind of standard responses when you say to someone <laughs> i'm not drinking there's either the oh what's wrong with you i'll yeah. go on just have one i won't tell anyone or <laughs> well yeah but you know why why are you not drinking uh, and and you know they'll some people will just say so are you in recovery <laughs> um <laughs> And some people just walk away as well, don't they? They just <laughs> they, it must be really boring yeah. if you're not drinking. So I'll go and find someone else who's much more fun to talk to. Yeah, definitely. Do, have you experienced the um, the people that then just you, you've not even asked them and they go, "Oh well, I don't need to stop drinking because I don't drink that much." Have you experienced? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, it's okay. It's okay because I I can have a drink. I can take it or leave it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I couldn't do 30 days. I mean, there, there are people who just sort of think, I mean, I, I have had the kind of responses, oh my God, what do you do then? You know, what do you do if you don't drink? Can you still go out? Can you still go to the pub? Yes. <laughs> what about parties? Yeah. <gasps> How did you cope with going on holiday? Actually, that was really difficult one for me this year. Really? That was really... So we, we went out to Mallorca for five days and that that was the closest I came to thinking, oh, bloody hell, why am I doing this? This is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm not an alcoholic. I can drink whenever I want. <laughs> <laughs> but you so didn't. I, I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> but that was the closest I came, really. Um, other than That's a couple a of things trigger, this, this week. Yeah. And it yeah, is a so, fair trigger that, you know, you're on holiday, you're in the sun, you're on yeah. your sound, you're in us Brits, we're typically beer o'clock at 11 on the sun, yeah. you know, so I think that's, if you got through that and then um, you're saying that that's the closest you came, I think you're pretty human. <laughs> that was the closest I came. And then, in fact, it's just been this, this week, unfortunately, this week, I had, I had a really, had some odd, you know when you get these really weird things going in your life, um, some people came back into my life who I hadn't seen for a long time. Yeah. And I hadn't expected to see it. It was really, really sudden. And that kind of threw me. And Saturday night, we were out. And I realised that I was winding myself up about the fact that everyone else was having a drink and I wasn't. And I just had to say to my husband, look, I'm really, I really don't want to be here. I want to go home and I want a cup of tea. <laughs> Massively brave. It's very brave and, though. And that, he was fine and, you know, it was great. Um, but, yeah, so you, you, we can't expect, these are big changes we've made, decided to make in our lives. We can't expect yeah. to make these big decisions and these choices and, and them just be simple. But, you know, we're going to have to keep constantly reminding ourselves to a certain extent that this is our choice and this is what we're doing and these are the benefits that we've got from it and it's not always going to be as straightforward as perhaps we would like no i agree with that i um, think I mean, mindset I, I, yeah. is very important as well isn't it yeah. you know this um I, I see people sometimes struggling and when they feel like they're missing out all the time and something we often try and encourage is to really focus on the benefits yeah um because yeah, it does make a difference, doesn't it, mine? So. Oh yeah, I mean, I I get someone said to me last week who hasn't seen me for a while. Had I had I discovered the um, 
what was it they said? Had I, had I discovered the secret of reverse aging? <laughs> oh, really? Wow. Oh, lovely. It's a really nice thing to, for someone to say to me. And my, my, I mean, my skin has just, without red wine, my skin has just changed so much. So it's amazing the difference, benefit. isn't it? I can't believe the difference in my skin from yeah. um, stopping drinking. Yeah, I think that's that's a def, been a definite benefit. Um, I I was a little bit disappointed because I haven't lost weight. Everyone else I know that doesn't I suddenly didn't. stop drinking manages <laughs> to lose weight, and I haven't. So that was a uh, bit well, disappointing. I, um, I actually put on half stone. No, yeah, I think I. Well, I think I replaced my red white because I mean I think I've come to the conclusion on this because I've come right. to this, and actually there's a heck of a lot of sugar and calories in red wine. Yeah. So and that was my drink of choice as well. Yeah. And I know for a fact that when I dropped the red wine, I felt hungry because obviously I wasn't filling up on calories. So yeah. I know for a fact I do eat more. <laughs> Plus, mm. the I definitely. So, I mean, I don't know if you two, but did you when you? I really craved sugar when I stopped drinking yeah yeah really big time craved sugar but it and is because of that sugar content in your yeah. mouth and, and certainly the first dehydrated yeah so you, you're not as thin because you've you've got more fluid in your body that's, that's <laughs> I kept, I'm looking at. whether that's true or not rebecca i don't care I'm i don't know either but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> makes me feel better yeah. <laughs> it works for me <laughs> So, so can you tell us, I mean, I know you've talked about health benefits just briefly then, but your magazine, now you, you, you've had your magazine going for how long? 18 months. So obviously this is before you stopped drinking. Have, and yeah. just be simply no here, I don't know. Um, have you noticed any difference creativity wise and life after that, you know, with your magazine or not with or even in life? Um, have I noticed anything creativity wise? I, I mean, I, I've got more time. I get more done. You know, yeah. I never... I didn't really drink, I didn't drink in such a way that I, it wasn't like I'd wake up every morning with a hangover or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so I was perfectly capable and able to still get up at six in the morning and do the things I do. So I wouldn't necessarily say I noticed I'd been more creative, but I've been more, because I've been so much more confident, Yeah. I've actually been much tougher and able to make decisions rather than deferring to other people and that's made a difference to the magazine and that's I mean you're going to really see a big difference next year in the magazine right. <laughs> because I was the kind of person I was I've always been a people pleaser and I would drink to please other people yeah <laughs> people yeah, say, go on have a drink I'd feel like I couldn't offend them and um, and the same thing happened for, you know in my professional life as well I've often deferred to other people thought they were more able and more capable better than I was at making decisions and quite honestly I'm just so annoyed with myself that I allowed myself to be that person both in my private relationships and in my professional life and I'm just never going to be that anymore um alcohol actually from from the age of 14 till till you know when I stopped last year so I was 54 so I, I basically drunk for 40 years and I became a doormat at times um and that was it's it suppressed me so much so yes I am more I'm my my creativity 
is more assured than it's ever been since I've stopped that's drinking, good. didn't they? That's good. And it sounds quite dramatic, doesn't it? But it's <laughs> no, true, it's so why not? Yeah, Let's watch, watch our world. Here she comes. <laughs> you know what, Rebecca? And do you think now, because what age did you say, sorry, that you'd stopped drinking? Uh, so um, I was uh, 54. 54. Do you wish that you had have done it years ago? Is there a part of you that thinks, oh, if, I, if, if only I'd have done it then? Yes. I wish, I'd, I, wish I had never started drinking. Oh, me too. <laughs> really, really do. I wish that I didn't come from a family where drinking was so normalised and so accepted. I wish I, I wish I hadn't developed such a dysfunctional relationship. Now I'm going to say, okay, so I was about to say a dysfunctional relationship to alcohol, but actually it was a dysfunctional relationship to myself. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I've, that's what I've, I've got to work on. And you know, I've, I, and that is what I've been working on this year. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're doing an amazing job. I think um, you really, really are an inspiration. And oh, yeah, thank you. I, I do honestly, I've really enjoyed. I, I, in fact, I could keep you on here for ages, but I've just looked and we've literally got about one minute. Before you go then. I know it's gone so quick. I know, I don't know why. <laughs> well, and before we go, give us your top tip. First 30 days, if you were speaking to somebody who's starting out on their journey, what top tip would you give them? Chocolate digestive biscuits. Yes, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, thank you so much, Rebecca. Thank, thank you, darling. So much. Um, it was so we really will... nice talking to you. Oh, and you. It's been a pleasure. That's it from us today. Join us next time when we'll be speaking to William Porter, the author of Alcohol Explained and Alcohol Explained 2. Bye.